If you have questions, feel free to pop them in the comments at any time. I will answer your questions as we go. My name is Dan Spencer. My company is Best Music Coach, and we exist to help you get to your dream music goals and your dream music goals, what you've always wanted to do. Now, today I'm going to be talking to you about the three things, because there are only three things that you can do right now to get better at music. Only three, and it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're playing music, singing music, reading music, writing music, whatever you're doing, there are only three things, three variables to actually get better at music. The first is to spend your focus. The second is to spend your time. The third is to spend your money. Let's dive in and check those out. Good morning, David Charles Schaller. Thanks for joining us. So let's talk about focus. So focus is like driving a car. When you run out of gas, your car pretty much is useless. It's not going to go anywhere. Now, when your brain runs out of a chemical called dopamine, which happens every day pretty much, because you, you only create a certain amount of dopamine, you only have a certain amount of gas in your brain car every day. And when you run out of dopamine, you run out of focus. You can't think about things. You can't really make progress. Good morning, Roderick. Good morning, Harvey. So everything you do in your day requires a bit of focus. So when you're really concentrated, like you're trying to learn a new song or you're trying to learn some music theory or you're trying to compose something for the first time, you're really focused. You're using up your dopamine fuel, which allows you to focus, which is very different than, let's say, if you're sitting on the couch eating Doritos, which is one of the ways I would definitely enjoy to not be focused. So if you've ever tried to practice music or learn music or write music, and you did it in the evening after a day of work or after a day of school, and you couldn't really focus, you couldn't really make progress. That's one of the reasons why your dopamine was all gone. It was used up. So the phrase pay attention is very interesting because you actually pay your attention. You have a certain amount of attention every day. You can imagine like a stack of quarters is your attention, and you pay your attention to different things. So for whatever you're doing, the 10, 15, 30, 40, 60 minutes of focus on music every day, you must save some focus to give, to pay to the music every single day. Otherwise, you will not make progress because you're going to get to the end of the day, you're burned out, you're tired. The last thing you want to do is actually sit down and focus more. So the second thing you can do to get better at music is time. And interestingly, just like you can pay attention, you spend time. So in the same way, you have your stack of focus quarters you can use every day. You have a stack of time quarters. We all get 24 of them every single day. So managing your time is really the key for getting better at music. So the average person spends two hours a day on social media, on average. Now, that might not describe you personally, but here's the point. If I told you I would pay you $1 million every single day that you found 30 minutes to work on music, and again, this would be singing, songwriting, playing guitar, piano, ukulele, the mandolin, whatever. Do you think you'd be able to find that time if I told you I was going to give you a $1 million every day just to find 30 minutes? You, know, you keep your job. You still spend time with your family, but do you think you could carve out 30 minutes? So the answer is probably yes. So the question then becomes how much do you actually want to get better at music? Because if you want to get better at music, you will find time for it. But if you're not really sure if it's something you want to do, then maybe you're not going to find time. So, for example, if on a scale of 1 to 10, you want to be able to write your own songs at a 10, but you uh, want to 
let's say, sit on the couch and eat Doritos, again, my favorite way to relax, at like a 12, and we're breaking the scale here, but the point is it's more than 10, which one are you probably going to do? I'm guessing if you want to sit on the couch and eat Doritos more, which I have some familiarity, <laughs> I'm familiar with it, then that's what is going to happen. So you must save time every day to give to music to be able to make progress at music. It's one of the most important things. If you show up for five minutes of practice or five minutes of music every day, you will actually make progress. If you show up every five days or every week and you put half hour in, you're actually going to make less progress than if you do five minutes every day. Consistency is key because you're actually, there's all sorts of neural things going on there having to do with memory and recall of information and stuff like that, which we're not going to get into today. But there's other trainings on this uh, on this group. You can go into the guides. I also have videos on YouTube where we can talk more about the actual, you know, the, the neural mechanisms of that and why you want to practice every day versus every couple of days. So the third thing you can spend is money. Now, when you spend money to get better at music, you're doing two things. Number one, you're buying back your focus. Number two, you're buying back your time. So if you're trying to teach yourself, think about it this way, you're going to spend more time and more focus trying to master whatever it is, you know, learn an instrument, writing songs, and on top of that, you actually can run yourself into some trouble. You have to spend more time and more focus because you actually develop bad habits, which means you then have to go to a teacher who then shows you how to fix them, and then you have to sit down and focus and spend time to fix them, which means you didn't really save time or money or focus at all in the long run. So when you work with a book, a course, or teacher, you're number one, you're going to get shortcuts to save your focus because you don't need to go find the information. Two, you get the book, the course of the teacher is going to tell you exactly what to do. And three, you stop spending your focus worrying about whether you're doing things the right way or the wrong way. If you're missing a step or just focusing on the wrong things altogether, you're going to have a proven system step by step, which actually saves you focus, saves you energy. Now, you're going to save time because, number one, you don't need to spend years developing and correcting bad habits. You learn it right the first time. Number two, you spend the time. You don't have to spend the time to go find the information because it's right there, either the teacher, the book, or the course. Number three, you're going to have guidance. The most effective way to spend your time, if you've ever worked with a teacher and they've given you a practice plan that's like a customized way for you to actually spend your time. And four, you save time because you're going to focus on the right things. So many times I work with students who have a dream musical. Now, the dream musical is what you've always wanted to do. Let's say of writing songs, but they're spending three hours a day practicing scales on the piano. It's like, okay, I, I see that your goal is to go write your own songs, but if you're spending three hours a day playing scales on the piano, that's not going to directly get you the skills you need to go write songs. So also working with the teacher, working with the course, working with the book helps you focus on actually doing the right things with your time. So you must save some time and some focus every day to get better at music and make progress. And I think the one thing I would qualify the books and the courses with is I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and this is also in the guides, is that you can really save a lot of money and get a lot of bang for your buck when you do courses having to do with music theory and with things you've already mastered the technique for. But in the long run, the way you're going to save the most time, the most energy, and actually the most money is by, if you're playing an instrument or singing, taking lessons one-on-one -on -one with a teacher so you get immediate real-time feedback. Does anyone have any questions about anything we have covered today? Hey, Vivian from Anaheim. Hey, Dan Wright. Oh, Roderick, 
Roger, good morning to you as well. Tripping over my words a little bit. Any questions from anyone? I'll leave it up for a little bit. And we can ask any questions. I know this wasn't very musical today, but it's very real and it's very important to understand these three things and to factor them into your decision-making process about how you actually want to get better at music. Because like I was talking to someone yesterday from the group on the phone, you know, we were doing like a free strategy call. By the way, if you want a free strategy call, uh, type hashtag ready uh, in the comments. And we were talking about how uh, when this person was 14, uh, they took three lessons, decided lessons weren't good for them, and then made very little progress over years of self-teaching. And how now that they're in their 30s, they're like, oh, I understand. I would have made a lot better progress had I taken lessons. But now, you know, they're getting back into it. They're ready to actually move forward. Okay, so Harvey Norton says, so do I need an in-person teacher? Okay, well, Harvey, for what? What instrument are you playing? What's your dream music goal? Those are two very important inputs. And uh, just a quick qualifier there. You know, my company, Best Music Coach, we have a bunch of online teachers. And I'll tell you, I spent 10 years. I've been teaching for over 10 years. But I spent about 10 years driving from house to house in my little three-cylinder Mitsubishi, <laughs> my Mitsubishi Mirage. I drove around house to house in northern New Jersey teaching lessons. And I will tell you that I am equally as effective online over the Internet as I am in person, with the exception of maybe five- to seven-year-olds because they, they have a hard time sitting still. Uh, the, that, that would be the only exception. So Harvey, that I don't see I don't see a qualifier from you. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, answer your question. So if you're trying to play an instrument, or if you're trying to sing, yes, you should have a teacher. And yes, the ideal oh, play guitar, folk guitarist, and singer. Yes, so you should have. And it depends on what your goal is. So what's your goal? Do you want to actually like go play gigs? Do you want to just write your own songs, play for yourself? And shout out and thank you to Roderick for the. For the positive vibes, Roger says these principles are very good. So play guitar, folk singer, guitars. So yes, if you want to develop, and I'll, as you type your dream musical out, I'll, I'll answer the first part of the question. Yes, if you want to develop your guitar playing or your singing, you need to have a teacher. The only exception is if you've already mastered the technique of something, then you can go save money and buy a course. But the difference between a course and a teacher is that the course is not going to be able to correct your technique of your fundamentals, and a teacher can. And that's why you want to pay for a teacher is because it saves you so much time in the long run. But once you've mastered the technique, let's say playing your major scales, you can, on the guitar, let's say you can play your major scales using a five-position cage system. You can do it in 12 keys uh, with perfect technique, and you can do it with 16th notes at 140 beats per minute. At that point, I'd say you've had the technique mastered. Go take a course, and the course is like how to improvise and play cool solos using the major scale. Then you take the technique you know, and you just learn a new way of using everything you already have. But to get to the point that you can actually do all those scales that quickly, that's, that's, the, that's the tricky thing, and that's really what you need the teacher for because there's 
a million ways to do it wrong and there's like two ways to do it right and when i'm saying wrong and right it's not like a subjective wrong or right like this is the traditional way it's literally the way that your body will move the most effectively over the long period of time to stop you from hitting any barriers in speed or in technique of what you're going to be able to play so for example when i was learning to play guitar guitar was my primary instrument that i gave the most time to when i was a kid when i was like 14 15 16 17 i was really kind of pushing to not take music lessons and i my alternating picking if you're a guitar player it's a, well if you're if you're non-guitar player alternate picking it's just the fastest way of playing a guitar kind of sort of it's you're picking a string on the way down and on the way back up my technique was terrible that actually stopped me from being able to play fast and then i had to go to music college where my teacher was like look you're doing this wrong you need to tilt your wrist out you need to relax your muscles all this stuff that i had been doing wrong that had i been doing it right I was not able to do everything I wanted to do in music when I was a kid. I wanted to be playing slash solos from Guns N' Roses. I wanted to be, you know, playing in cover bands, like doing crazy guitar solos. And my speed, I was never able to attain that speed when I was a child because of the technique. And it actually held me back from my dream music goal. So Harvey says, my goal is kind of esoteric. I want to become a wandering minstrel going from coffee house to coffee house playing songs that I have written that lift people up. That's amazing. What a beautiful goal. I'm sure you're going to bring so much happiness to so much people and so much fulfillment to yourself. They're doing that. Well, Harvey, the questions are then like, where where are you at with the songwriting? Where are you at with the singing? Where are you at with the guitar? I think I think we should sit down and have a strategy session. I, I've got these uh, free strategy sessions. If If you want one. Type uh, type ready. Yeah, but community college with what outcome? See, I, I have students who started out doing music theory in a college level or in a community college, and the problem is it's music theory without an outcome. Like when I teach music theory, the outcome is you're going to understand your favorite, you're going to understand modern music, like your favorite songs, or you're going to be able to write songs. Right, using the music theory knowledge. Music theory, just for theory's sake, will put you to sleep. Because all you're doing is memorizing like numbers and relationships of things. And if there's no point to it, if there's no goal, like you'll stick with it for a couple weeks, but it's going to become boring unless you have an outcome you're trying to reach with the theory. So that's like when I talk about the programs that I sell, I'm like, look, I'm going to teach you to write your own songs, right? Like that's the outcome. Like you're going to learn all the theory to get to that point, not just theory for theory's sake. David asks, how do you diagnose someone? Do you need to listen to them play? Do you meet with them in person? Yeah, so at this point, I've been teaching long enough that uh, for voice and guitar, I can diagnose everything just listening to the audio. Uh, but I love being there in real time because oftentimes, especially with the voice, um, there's all these intricate relationships between these teeny tiny muscle groups that you can't consciously control and you actually have to do like Jedi mind tricks with yourself where you envision certain things to actually create create physiological changes within yourself but the short answer is yes I can just hear I me personally I can just hear audio and then tell you what's going on on the guitar and for singing because those are my two instrument specialties does anyone have any other questions And so, yeah, David Charles, it's like, no, it's not in person. I can do it over, you know, bestmusiccoach.com, that online portal. 
It's, it's really cool. I'm best music coach. If you want to get one-on-one lessons, it's like uh, we use the same protocols as like the Alexa chat. So it's like video chat, but like really high quality audio. That was something I was really particular about. And uh, yeah, you just go back and forth like that. See, it doesn't look like any other questions. Uh, Harvey, I think I think we should sit down and do a strategy session. If you're watching this video after the fact or right now and you want a free strategy session, type hashtag ready and I'll message you with the details. Again, put in the comments, hashtag ready. I'll give you an example of what that looks like. It's going to be pound sign, ready. And uh, I will see you all next week. Thanks so much for coming to check this out. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, my name is Dan, company's best music coach. We sell books, courses, and online lessons with the goal to get you from where you are now to your dream music goal. We don't want to just teach you to teach you with no outcome and no reason. We want to actually get you a result, get you to where you want to be. And we have the experience and understanding of all the different aspects of the music industry and music learning in general to get you there. All right, y'all. Oh, I see Dave is ready. Take care, Roderick. Thanks for watching. All right, y'all. See y'all next time, and I'll be following up with those ready posts. Take care, and goodbye. Thank you for listening to Music Mastery. To get even more free, useful music learning content that you can use right now, click the link in the episode description. I'll see you there.